This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. New, new, new information, please. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. I'm going to need everything. All the info you got. On My Talk. My Talk. Come on, you guys. Tell me all the dirt. Yesterday, Netflix announced that the series House of Cards will premiere at six and final season November 2nd. Kevin Spacey was initially meant to return for the sixth season, but when multiple accusations of sexual misconduct came out against him, uh, they suspended the drama indefinitely. Now we have uh, Robin Wright coming into the role of President Claire Underwood. Uh, It was set up for that. Yes, it was set up for that. They're very lucky that they can continue. So Wright's character is going to become the main focus. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Yeah. All right. Um, now, Courtney Kardashian, uh, she has broken up with her boyfriend, Jonas Bentima, and their relationship really started to go south when he started criticizing her Instagram posts. Oh, no. Uh, so she p- posted a picture of herself in a bathing suit with her bum hanging out the back, and he said, is this what you need to do to get likes? <gasps> that was the first indication that something was wrong. Oh. He's like, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I kind of do. It's part of my Hello. business and how what I, I make do. money. Hello. Okay, uh, Mr. Rogers has um, taken a turn. Actually, not Mr. Rogers, but um, there is a new show Adam, on turn Showtime. On my mic, please. Yeah, he's. It's you're on. Oh, I wasn't on earlier. I so know. We figured that I've been out. Screaming. Okay. okay. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. All right, so there's a new show on Showtime, and they released a full-length trailer trailer for it called Kidding, and it's Jim Carrey, and it's really sort of a strange show. Um, he's sort of like a Mr. Rogers character, and um, he's kind of going into a breakdown. I kind of want to talk about this a little bit more later, but um, it has yeah, some let's... interesting parts to it that are huh. like, wow, involving puppets. Oh, oh. That oh. we can't say family broadcast, yeah, but yeah. Exactly. It is showtime. <laughs> it is showtime, yeah. and it is puppets, and you know. Yes. Yeah. There are no work rules with puppets. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. All right. On TV tonight, we have uh, Big Brother on CBS. We also have the CMA Fest, which is on ABC. And uh, you need to come out to the Cat Video Festival, so it doesn't really matter what's on yeah, TV, right? Yeah, don't watch right? TV. Come see us tonight. Okay. And that's the latest dirt. You can find more at mytalk1071.com. That's a lot of dirt. Dirt Alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended dirt alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. I gotta go. I'll be back in an hour. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on my talk. Everything entertainment. Coming up on 605. Morning, everybody, and welcome.
Welcome to the 6 o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071 and worldwide on our website and on our brand new app. Make sure you download that. It's free. It will, it will enhance your life. Yeah. It will enhance your life. We'll go anywhere with you guys. Everywhere. We're running, mm-hmm. showering, yep. funerals, doctor's yep. appointments. That's right. Dentist Polyp appointments. Polyp removal That's appointments. Right. That's a real thing. <laughs> and real Kenny, thing. our traffic daddy, remind us you can get polyps other places. Oh, great. This thing keeps going. It just, yep. it's, it's such a great conversation. Thank you, Kenny. <laughs> Thank you for that. More you know. Uh, it is Wednesday, August 8th, 2018. And uh, as you just heard, tonight is the Cat Video Festival. Come on and see. It's going to be a, now it's going to be hot, girl. Yeah, so, 90. 90. So wear some ventilated pants. Mm-hmm. Wear pants. Don't forget, you can't, you cannot, not, you cannot bring your cat no not even on a a harness or a leash nope no in a backpack nothing you can't you can't bring your kitty to the cat video festival i'm not joking i mean it's hard to tell when i'm not joking but i I do mean that it's a rule you can't and plus you don't want to freak them out i mean loud noises lex and i learned uh, last week loud noises uh, freak out the kitties Mm -hmm. so you don't you learn from our mistake right lex learn from our mistake. <laughs> um, I'm very excited about this. Now, um, Lex has a life question. Is it a just saying, Lex? Or I, is it a, uh, what, what? A, a awkward moment, maybe, and how to handle it? Okay. Because this has happened a couple times. And, and <laughs> yesterday, and multiple times, but especially yesterday, like three or four times as I was leaving the building. And I'm wondering if this happens to you guys, and it's mostly guys. Okay. And coworkers that I know their face, but I don't really know them know them. You know, you're just like, oh, I know you, you belong here in this building, and I do too. So, <laughs> hey, hello, you know. So you, we're walking in the opposite direction, and we're in, you know, in the hallway, and it, we're, greetings and salutations, right? So you say, hey, and then you just keep going, right? Just a hello. Mm-hmm. Huh. Usually what will happen is, is that it, and mostly it's guys, and I'm sure women do this too, but they'll say, hi, how are you? And then I just keep walking, and I don't register, oh, they've asked me a question. Well, so yeah. about 12 feet past them, I go, I'm great, how are you? And we're having this conversation over our shoulders. It's very awkward. And I'm just wondering if, if that is a, you know, how you doing, what's up kind of <laughs> throwaway question. They don't really care because if you're no. really having a bad day, they don't, care. they don't want to know. Oh, no way. So do you guys answer that question or do you just keep rolling? You just like, oh, hey, and then just keep going. How are you? What's going on? Um, I thought about this very thing, how long our hallways are. Yesterday I was thinking, oh, here comes another person. I don't know who they are. Do I look at them in the eye? Because it's a long time where I got to wait until the last minute to look at them and go hi and smile. Because I don't want to have direct contact with a man I don't know in the hall for 50 seconds. <laughs> and we're clearly going in the opposite direction. We're go- we have places to be, so mm-hmm. it's not like you have all this time to stop and go. Oh well, yeah, everything's great. I'm good. How are you? And then I feel like I need to ask anyway. It's just a dumb little thing, but I'm. It, it happens all the time. <laughs> Do you answer that question? And does uh, it feel as awkward <clears throat> to you as it does to me? Oh, it feels awkward. Uh, yes. And I have felt this way for a while, and I've been laughed at and and been called jokingly kind of prickish. 
But I have often <laughs> said when people generally, not all the time, but generally in life, my opinion is when people go, hey, how are you? They don't give a rat's ass. They really <laughs> right? don't. And I mean that when I ask, I, I it's just, it is a tick. I think it is like a, an American societal tick of, uh, it's just, some, it's it's what you say. It's like saying good morning. I mean, you mean that, mm-hmm. but when I ask you, hey, well, how's your day going? I don't really care. <laughs> And nobody gets what I and nobody and I and I don't want you to tell me four stories. Oh yeah, and then you, you know what I mean. Right. You, I've also been in the situation where someone gets real, real like oh, I'm having a real bad day. I didn't ask that. And then they go down the road of you know their, tr- their truck broke down, their cat died. You know, it's just Ooh. they have paper cuts all over their fingers. I mean, you're just like whoa, okay, yeah, wow. I I, I know that seems harsh, mm-hmm. but I'm sure some of you are with me. I think it's just what you say. I don't think there. I think there's. A, so you ask the question, but you yeah. really are just yeah, okay. Because usually I just. But I with, don't. Hey, good morning. I yes, I do that too. But I'm saying when people ask, yeah, I don't know. I've said this a, I many times over the years. That's why I'm no good at <laughs> small talk and cocktail talk. That's why the state fair terrifies me sometimes because I don't know what to do. After, hey, how are you? Right. I don't. I'm horrible at it. And that's why, and then, I, I, I don't know. What do I Maybe, say after let's that? Let's get something just absolutely programmed into our head. Yeah, like So they facts? go, hey, how are you? Go, good, have a good day. Oh, That way okay. you're not asking back you about that. You don't have to them. ask back. You don't feel the, uh, no. obligatory. Okay. That's a good, good have that's a good day. day. Good, have a good oh, day. Oh, I like good, that. Have a good okay, day. Good, so have we practice this? Yep. Okay. Okay, Dawn. Yeah. Hey, Don, how are you? Good. Have a good day. <laughs> that just seems <laughs> dismissive. That oh, seems, man. I love it, but it does seem a little. <laughs> that does seem, in practice, it seems a little harsh. It's hysterical. Or maybe just, <laughs> good day, sir. Yeah. Okay. What about let that? Me, okay. Maybe with Lex. Let me, let me try it with Lex. Okay. You ready, okay. Lex? Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, Lex, how are you? Good. Have a good day. Oh, I like okay. that pause. Oh, and see, the up at the end of the it sentence. Seems, it seems more gentle. Hmm. It it seems more gentle with. I go up at the end. I okay. like I did not want to talk to you at all. Yeah. Okay, let's try it. Okay, Don, let me try it again. Okay, now Don, try mm-hmm. it with me. Okay. Okay. Hey, how are you? Great. Have a good day. Mm, yeah. How did that? That seem? works. Yeah. That's good. That works. Did that seem bitchy? Mm-mm. No, it, it was pleasant. What and if you were wishing like, them a good day? Great. Hey, you have a good day. Oh, and then, oh, and, then, and, then you. and then point your fingers at him like, like have a good guns. day. Like the Fonz? Double guns. Hey. Yeah. Double guns. Hey. 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 Have a good day. Yeah. Hey, have a good day. <laughs> what I like to try to do is do like, uh, but no That's one really sick. gets it. Don't and I that. love it when somebody does. When I pass by, I like to go doctor. And if they go doctor back, that's a fun thing. Right? Like your doctors. It's from Spies Like Us. Some right, people no, get it, some people don't. Dan Aykroyd and Chevy Chase, doctor, yeah, yeah, yeah. doctor. Oh, right, yeah, to go back and forth so Sometimes that way. I go, doctor, 
Just oh. someone in the hall. See, okay, so oh. we could do that, yeah. and then you, and then you'll you'll just get the doctor if they but get that's it. That's what we used to do at my old job. Everyone said doctor to each oh. other. Okay, well then that that's that is, I can't do that. Okay. That doesn't make I, that scares me. That's a, that's a, that's a lot of commitment. <laughs> Two words: doctor, doctor, no, no, I can't doctor. Do that, no. Oh no, that scares me. Okay, because I'd be like doctor. Okay, um, nurse. I, I wouldn't know <laughs> yeah. to respond. You know, time like, for surgery. Oh, yeah, that's a lot of pressure. They it's might a be lot like, oh, good to know when I need the Heimlich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know who oh. I'm going to talk to. No. Yeah, I can't do that. Yeah, yeah. Good question, though, yeah, Lex. I, good question. It can get real awkward sometimes. Good. Yeah. Have a good day. Perfect. Okay. That's let's our real try, answer. Yeah, let's try. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, Jace, how you doing? Good. Have a good day. Okay, yeah, yeah. Good. Going up. Going up at the going end. Going up yep, at the yep. end. Mm-hmm. Good. Have Raise a good day. Raise your eyebrows, too. Oh, have yeah. Happy. Yeah. I'm and smile. That. Have a good day. Okay, that's what you do. <laughs> there you go. And yeah. we'll just use that at the fair too, Jace. Yeah, I'm well. Have a good day. Happy fair day. That's sometimes what I say yes. too at the fair. Happy Perfect. fair day. We're so stupid. <laughs> we are so stupid. 613, we're going to take a break. Um, Dawn watched two new shows yesterday, Ooh. and I'm dying to ask her about them. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that when we return. Coming up on 619, Jason and Alexis in the morning on my Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, Everything Turkey Gobble. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn, and Dawn McClain. Thank you for being here. We appreciate it. Uh, don't forget to follow us on the social media. On mm-hmm. Instagram, we're the most active. Uh, Lex and the Cities, Dawn at Dark, and Jason Matheson. We are trying to make some, uh, we're trying to get to the Kylie Jenner number mm-hmm. of Instagram oh, followers. Yeah. Uh, we're really off right now, but, uh, Kylie Jenner has, uh, how many Dawn? Uh, Uh, she has 112 million. I just learned yesterday. Selena Gomez has 140 million. Okay. But anyway, up there. Yeah. 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 So, uh, we're not looking for that many, but, uh, (laughs) we are looking for more. We want to get, uh, we, cause she's worth her Instagram poster worth a million dollars per post. Wow. All we are asking from you fine folks is to increase our value by about 75 cents. <laughs> so if you if you want to follow us right now and help this cause, go ahead. Do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow us right now. You're not doing anything. You're we post fun things, too. We do. Yeah. Uh, I posted a picture of what I look like when Alexis passes me on an airplane <laughs> on the way back to her row 67. Uh, the shame is there. Yeah, don't look at me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alexis posts crafts. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And she, actually, you know, I'm having a, a animals. Se- severe. Yeah. Animals, too. I'm having a severe uh, case of FOMO, fear of missing out because my husband's Why? in Puerto Rico right now. <gasps> oh, that's right. And oh, man, they're staying at the AC Hotel in San Juan. Mm-hmm. It's going to Culebra today. And oh, man. Oh, well, oh, so, Piragua. so there's that. You mm-hmm. can see that. Uh, and then Dawn is she does uh, nothing but uh, posts about witchcraft. So you can see that over there. On- <laughs> Ooh, yes. <laughs> yes, some of our ghost hunts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now, and if that doesn't make you want to follow us, <laughs> I really don't know what will. So please right. take a moment today, grab your computer right now, and just type in our names and follow us immediately and help us raise our value about 75 cents. We really appreciate <laughs> yes, it. Yes, please oh, and thank boy. you. <laughs> Dawn, you watched a lot of uh, television last night. I did. I watched three hours of ABC, guys. Oh, my goodness. Nice. And- and uh, so first, I watched Bachelor in Paradise, the two-hour season premiere. Already, there have been 18 people, inter- I'm sorry, 19 people are introduced, and it looks like there are going to be twice as many. When I look into the pre- the, the next episodes and what they're teasing, I'm like, we haven't even seen those people yet. So I think the big highlight is that um, wow. Tia was there waiting for Colton to arrive. Of course. Okay, because she still has a thing for him. Uh-huh. But um, so she revealed that at the end of Becca's season and she uh, wanted Becca to know she it made her feel nervous if she was going to pick Colton because she still had feelings for him. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of talking herself out of it because he doesn't arrive the first night. The first day he's not there. It seems like everyone has arrived. But, you know, the producers are crafty. They know all about this. So yes. they, of course, give her the first date card. So she has to pick one of the guys that are already there to go on a date with, even though she really is waiting for Colton. So she picks, guess guess who? Leo. No, Ben Stiller, which is Chris. You know, the guy who looks like Ben Stiller. <laughs> yes. who I have no idea how this guy got cast. He is so... He was so, writing music with Richard Marks. Remember that? He was that? really... He's, I don't like his personality. It's very off-putting. He got mm. really ag- aggressive. Remember? Yes. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. So she... That didn't go well. ...is interested in him. No, it does. They actually oh. like each other. They go on a date. They kiss. There's fireworks. Oh. Then guess what happens? Colton comes. Of course. And then they bring in Colton. After she's gone on a date with Chris, the very next day, Colton shows up. Colton is given a date card. Uh-oh. He immediately doesn't talk to Tia, even though in the intro he says, I'm kind of still interested in her. I want to see where it goes, but I'm open to other things. So then he picks he is, he is talking to three other girls, and all the other girls know the drama that's going on, and they're mad. They're like, how is this guy? This is not nice of him to ignore her and do this. He ends up taking Tia on a date. So now they're all lovey-dovey, and Ben Stiller's left in the dust, it looks like. So that's my update on Bachelor in Paradise so far. It's more lighthearted than the regular Bachelor. You know, it's very fun. It has a fun intro. A lot of people are looking that up online. Are there a lot of googly eyes going around? Can you see some potential Oh, yeah. Grocery mating? store Joe, yeah. <gasps> who's who's interested in Joe? Uh, Kendall and Joe are sort of a couple right now. Kendall is the taxidermist, and she plays the ukulele. She's a little weird, but she's very smart. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And Weird and smart are cool. Yeah, absolutely. And then I watched another show called uh, Castaways, which was the premiere. Oh, yeah. Um, I loved this show because it's a documentary style, and the showrunner does the my favorite Alaska show. I looked up who, who the showrunner was. It's, he's a documentarian, and then he also does Alaska, The Last Frontier. Oh, that's oh. your favorite Alaska show. Yes, it is, because it's, it's about people oh. that are very remote, and they don't live around anyone. And this is sort of the theme of this show. You're, there are 12 people that are stranded in the South Pacific on islands, 
but they're all around each other somehow. So they are trying to decide, do I look for someone else or do I stay solitary? There doesn't seem to be any prize money involved. They're just shipwrecked. And then they have someone else's bag. So they start reading the other person's journal and seeing what kind of life they had. So it's really cool. Oh, I, I would try to catch up on this, guys. To it. Yeah, and it's see, it's very serious. It's there's no like fun survivor type of. I mean, it seems like a very serious, heartfelt kind of a show. Yeah. And I love the way they're doing it. It's very interesting. Oh, I'm a hundred percent more interested in this show after you said that, right? Because they do a background story on each one of these characters. And you find out a lot about some of the struggles they've gone through in their life. Some of them are very dependent on other people. One guy feels like he was abandoned in his life because he's adopted. So he's like, I need to find other people. But then there's this other girl who just got out of a relationship. And she's like, I kind of just want to be alone right now and not with anybody else. Yeah, It's very, very strange. New take on a reality show. And I'm loving it. Well, I'm just happy that it's because it, I was like all the promo is like this looks like a combination of Survivor and Lost. Yeah, no, it's not scripted or anything. So, yeah, check it out. It's called Castaways on ABC. Coming up on 626, we're going to take a very small break and we'll be back after these words. This is going viral in a big way. This is the My Talk Now trending report. What's this? What's the latest? Topping Google Trends and Entertainment, Orange is the new black alum. Ruby Rose is going to suit up for the CW in a history-making role. The actress has been cast to play Batwoman in both the annual DC superhero crossover event on the network and in a pilot for possible series consideration. Uh, the Batwoman series is in development for the 2019-2020 season. Uh, also trending, recaps of the first episode of Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, it doesn't take itself too seriously. Look no further than the opening montage set to the seductive tune of Almost Paradise. You have Kendall talking to a skull of an animal, Bibiana's dropping a mic, Joe bagging some groceries, and Jordan, of course, showcasing his golden underwear. And then the girls slow-mo pillow fighting on the outdoor beach bed. And that premiered last night. You can find that on ABC. And on Twitter, we have the hashtags International Cat Day and Wednesday Wisdom. Those are the latest trends. You can find more at mytalk1071.com. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. Coming up on 632, Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Everything Alexis has a rotary phone. I'm Jace with Lex. It's an antique. Tried and true. Still works. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Kathleen Turner. Did you hear about her interview? Oh, she was just, (laughs) she gave zero Fs. (laughs) Zero Fs at all. I saw that. I I tried taking a nap yesterday, an unsuccessful nap. (laughs) And, uh... (laughs) And I woke up, I like rolled over. I'm like, I can't sleep. So I'm going to just, I'm just going to like look at my phone real quick. So I went to my uh, favorite news app, the Apple news app. And then Google news is actually really good, by the way. Sidebar, Google news updated their news app and it's really good. Anyway, it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so I saw the headline that Kathleen Turner says she didn't feel very welcomed by friends cast. Oh, they, no. They were such a click. <laughs> so I said, well, girl, I got to read this. So she did this interview 
Kathleen Turner did an interview with Vulture. Love that website, too. And she, among other things, she said, quote, I'll be quite honest, uh, which is... uh, I didn't feel very welcomed by the cast of Friends. The Friends actors were such a click, but I don't think my experience with them was unique. I think it was simply that they were such a tight little group that nobody from the outside world mattered. And she said, I remember I was wearing this difficult sequin gown and my high heels were absolutely killing me. She said, I found it odd that none of the actors... Oh, that none of the actors thought to... Offer me a seat. Finally, it was one of the older crew members that said, get Miss Turner a chair. I think that's pretty bad. Wow. That's actually surprising. She's, you know, coming onto that show, being a guest star. Mm -hmm. She would be like, you would think they would go out of their way to make sure she was comfortable. Well, but... I don't know. Well, I mean, has any of them responded? No. I wonder if they not. just don't even think about it or that it was a big deal at all. Yeah. It, when she goes, quote, maybe if I had months to work with them, I'd be in a better position to evaluate their skill. But I could only judge based on the period I worked on the show, which wasn't long. Um, she goes, I do respect the camaraderie they had. You can see camaraderie on the screen. When I did Body Heat, uh, with Bill Hurt, we rehearsed significantly before shooting, and there was a familiarity before the camera rolled. You see that on film. So, I don't know. Yeah, she was being very, very honest. She was yeah. talking about, uh, she was also talking about how she felt like she was kind of a piece of meat to a bunch of her male co stars, um, among other things. Uh, she's talking about the people that she thought Elizabeth Taylor was overrated. (laughs) Yeah. That was my favorite. She said, yeah, she goes, she wasn't really that good in uh, uh, cat on a hot tin roof. She ripped Elizabeth Taylor. I was like, you go Kathleen, just not Karen. I love when these actors and actresses of a certain age get to a certain age Mm -hmm. where they literally don't care. Like Quincy Jones. Remember he gave an interview where he said way too much, but But I, I mean, there's a sick twisted pleasure out of reading this stuff. I'm, I'm sure their relatives are wincing, but (laughs) I personally love it because I love older stars when there wasn't social media there. None of these stories would be available to us. So it is it is fun to see it and to know that a lot of things haven't changed in some no. ways, right? Well, and she thought, uh, thinks, thought, thinks, I don't know if it's past <laughs> tense, that Nicolas Cage is, is an asshat. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. She went to my college. She's one of our, uh, in my theater department. So I had her scholarship in college for a year. The Kathleen oh, cool. Turner Scholarship. Her and John Goodman were our two big alumni from... Missouri State University. Oh, Kathleen Turner. She's very outspoken. I do like her, though. Remember when she stopped the Broadway show that she was in? Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Someone was talking in the audience or on their cell phone, and she had a moment. Yeah, out of character. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Uh, that's great. We had a cell phone go off. Oh, we did. We had a cell phone go off um, at Boys in the Band, which was the show that I saw Saturday afternoon. That's with. um, that's with uh, Jim Parsons, Andrew Rannells, uh, Matt Bomer, who you basically see Matt Bomer's Urs. I forgot to say that yesterday, um, which was delicious. His first scene is him basically in a bath towel, just FYI. Um, mm. And yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Charlie Carver from Desperate Housewives and and uh, Teen Wolf. But anyway, the right before the play started, the general manager of the I love that she did this. She literally went section by section to remind everyone to not just silence your phone, but to turn it all the way off. She goes, you may think your phone's on silent, but sometimes your phones trick you. So everybody, please turn your phones off. So what happens uh, in the middle? And this this is all, it's just dialogue. I mean, there's no music. It's all dialogue. And there are some weighty moments in Boys in the Band. And there are some, there are some rather long moments of pause, mo- moments of silence. And in one of those tense moments, somebody's behind me, some dude's cell phone went off and he, and he got nervous and he was fumbling. So he couldn't find the button right away. So it went off even longer and it was so loud. I honestly was expecting or waiting for one of the actors to say something. Cause it was that obnoxious. Oh, no, it's it wasn't, the worst. It wasn't just like a subtle phone <laughs> ring. It was like, yeah. Oh, and they probably Bad. couldn't find it fast enough, so oh. went on and on. They got nervous. Yeah, that's so what happened. That's what I just said. Oh, yeah, no, that's what, but, but yeah. it just keeps going and going. Yep. So you're right. It's just, oh man. Oh, it was, it was horrible. I thought I actually did. I actually felt bad for the guy because he looked so remorseful at intermission. And he's like, I, I heard him talk to his friend. He's like, oh my goodness, I, I didn't turn it off, but I thought he goes, I double checked it like four times and. I looked at Colin. I go. That is. I I shut mine off shut because it down. that mm-hmm. that woman put the fear of God in me. So I turned everything off. I turned my watch off. I turned my phone off. I didn't want. I didn't want to be that guy because I would have felt horrible, especially if Jim Parsons would have yelled at me from the stage. It just takes you out of the moment as an actor when you're on stage and you're trying to be in the moment. It's like a momentum and it just kills the momentum. Yes. Gosh, there was I was doing some show and um, some people were talking in the front row and just being ridiculous and the guy was playing Ebenezer Scrooge on stage that I was doing the show with, and he stopped the show and he goes he goes you are not watching a movie right now we are live people performing on stage and then he went back to the and everyone started clapping but it was great that he was Scrooge right right yeah that's (laughs) perfect in character and (laughs) oh man yeah it was like oh did they leave immediately or were they just um no it during intermission they left but yeah I was Mrs. Cratchit Oh my Ooh. goodness. That is Oh, I would be mortified. Yeah. I would Ooh. I would absolute I would I think I would just leave. I don't know if I could come back. Yeah. Uh, if especially at intermission. Oh no 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 no. <laughs> I, I would absolutely leave. It would that would petrify me. Mm. Uh, I couldn't do it. Could that was not. a little over the top, but he yeah, he was a cranky old man. That's why he got cast as Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey. It yeah. works. Time casting. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming up on 641. Now, we've had a, a, a history of reporting on stories about poor millennials. I mean, millennials are blamed for everything. Yep. Remember when uh, Mr. Obama was the, the hashtag blame Obama? Well, it's been blame millennials lately. Mm. They've killed top sheets. They've killed uh, Ruby Tuesdays. Craft <laughs> they've, or regular beer. Chilies, regular beer. Mm-hmm. They've killed Bud Light. What's next on? Well, oh, wait a minute. It's not millennials no. this time. It's Alexis, post-millennials. Alexis, the iGen, the Gen Z. Yeah. 
what you Gen Zs are doing, and you should be ashamed of yourself. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But Lex will tell you what you're ruining when we come back. Get to shopping, spend it oh, like you What's the youngins doing now? You're going to find out. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm my talk 1071. Hey, my talkers. Hey, girl. Hey. Our Hey Girl, Hey t shirts. At the Minnesota State Fair, get yours. They're Phoebulous this year. You're going to love them. Hey, girl, hey. And a rainbow. Yeah, you're going to absolutely love them. That soft cop cotton. Mm-hmm. Lex, uh, Dawn, and I are going to do our uh, annual field trip Yep. Uh, to the worm farm that we have. Oh, uh, it, yes. is, it is a mix of cotton and virgin worm silk. Um, yeah, virgin worms. We uh, Dawn makes uh, Dawn is the one that inspects the worms to make sure they're virgins, and then uh, we take the silk from those worms, we mix it with the cotton, and then it's a we little microscope. <laughs> then we that's right, and then and then we make the t-shirts for you. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna love those. Dawn, uh, yeah. do we have the date for the worm farm visit? Is that uh, you? Yeah, that is gonna be next Tuesday. Okay, I'll be there. I'll be there. Okay. Lex, bring your net and stuff. Okay, I'm your, busy. Sorry. Guys, your yeah. flashlights. Oh, okay. 6.40. Wow, team player. Uh, 6.47. <laughs> uh, she team players, isn't she, Don? Yes. Uh, 6.47. Lex, what are the young folks ruining now? Oh, uh, okay. You know, millennials, they've been accused of killing a lot of things. Taxis, landlines, snail mail. Yeah. Well, now businesses and marketers are like, yeah, millennials, you're old news. We are trying to get the attention of Gen Z, which is the demographic born after 1996, so 22 or younger. They're oh, called the okay. post-millennials, iGen, Gen Z. Okay. What are they like? They, um, well, here's a few statistics about them. Didn't realize they make up more than one-fifth of the U.S. population. They're the most racially and ethnically diverse group in our nation's history. They're true digital natives, so they have, they've, been born into this world where they're doing everything online, constantly online. So, some things that they are ruining. Well, and just some. Uh, oh, I love that we're putting it like yeah. that. <laughs> what are they ruining, right? Yeah, here's what they're ruining. Yeah, it, it's probably some of these things too. Probably a good move, but mm-hmm. they're also less optimistic about economic opportunity and student debt. They like to play it safe. So um, both in attitude and behavior. So they're having less sex. They're drinking less and they're prioritizing wealth and material goods more than ever. So they're shift toward eccentric values like money, fame, rich money versus relationships and community. So that is a big change. And when you think about, remember Kylie Jenner said she doesn't like Snapchat anymore? Mm-hmm. She said yeah. it was dead. That wiped out $1.3 billion in their market value. I know. Just remember that. Just, Whoa. Mm-hmm. Crazy, right? Yeah. So here are some things that they're saying. Well, the Gen Zs, they're just not interested in. Uh, oh, be- I'm fascinated by this. Okay. <laughs> Number one, malls. Yeah. Their love of digital life. They do not want to go into a brick and mortar retail space. Now, there are places like Rosedale Center. They're doing a wonderful job because they are using the information that they're getting from younger generations. Like they want a personalized shopping experience. They want to a more localized shopping experience. And a lot of malls, if you're not doing that, they're not keeping up. They're just going to die away. Do you guys remember going to the mall and we couldn't wait to go to like um, 
Spencer's. Spencer's or American Apparel, Pacific Sunwear, Aeropostal. Those three, they've already filed for bankruptcy, and it looks like more will be expected this year. Abercrombie well, and Fitch, remember how big that was? Yeah. They're down like more than 50% in sales well, and locations. Is- I know. I'm sorry to interrupt you there. No, I uh, I know it's kind of anecdotal and, and just one example, but the guy in front of me on the plane was watching the movie Book Club with Candace Bergen, um, Jane Fonda. Um, remember that movie yeah. that came out a few months ago? Mm-hmm. Well, I find it's funny that you brought that up because there's a scene in that movie where Diane Keaton is in a mall, and she's with I forgot another one of her friends, and she's sitting in one of those massage chairs, and everybody. In that scene, they, they kind of set it up to be funny where she's in the massage chair and she looks around and it's senior citizen mall walkers all sitting around her. Mm. And that was and it was a wide shot. And that was all that was in the mall. And I thought, wow, yeah. how ta- how the perception of malls have changed, because in the 80s, from weird science to fast times at Ridgemont High, oh, you name that's where a, every you, teenager wanted every, to be every group scene. Every group scene in a teen movie in the 80s took place in a mall. And now it's a joke. Now I thought of, I thought of that scene. Now it's mall walkers and massage. I don't know. It was just interesting. I thought, oh, wow, that's the perception of this director of malls is that it's now just, a you know, I don't know. Not yeah. just, but I'm saying, I don't know. Just fascinating. Mm-hmm. Well, here's another thing. Gen Z's are ruining. <laughs> okay, you're right. That is a funny way to put it. But it, the the print magazines, they are uh, seeing a decline in sales. I didn't realize this, but Teen Vogue, it used to be a monthly magazine, then it went quarterly, and now since November, they're no longer doing a printed version of it. They are really focusing on their digital and social media channels to get online engagement which has been just more popular with the 22-year-olds or younger. So that makes mm. sense, right? Same paper, yeah. I guess, right? Yeah, it's the same, yeah. Mm-hmm. I still have my newspaper subscriptions and my magazine to my modern farmer. Uh, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yep. M- modern farmer? Not farming really currently, but I do find that magazine <laughs> fascinating. Oh, but modern again, farmers don't actually farm. That's right. basically what it is. They just yeah. think about it. Yeah. Like, I don't bake. I just watch baking shows. Pretty much, Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's aspirational, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then another thing, too, that the youngins, the Gen Zs are, uh, well, ruining football. Uh-oh. With what? the link between head injuries and degenerative brain disease, it looks yeah. like participation in high school football has dropped about 3.5% in the last five years. Another thing to keep in mind, about 150 boys' high school tackle football programs in the last five years have just gone away. They're, finding, wait, 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 they're wait, playing wait. other sports. Repeat that number again. 150 high school tackle football programs in the last five years no longer exist. And athletes, student athletes are choosing other sports. Soccer is gaining a lot of, well, I mean, look at um, in the Midway now. I mean, we've got building our own stadium here. Um, Baseball is more popular and lacrosse among high school athletes. Uh, And they're watching less football too. Yeah, the ratings are down for the NFL. I wonder, and I'm not joking because, you know, the, the land of uh, high school football is Texas and Kentucky and Tennessee. I wonder what 
the numbers are, that's when we that's when we know there is a shift is when you see a decrease in Texas and yeah. Kentucky. I wonder what the numbers are specifically there. That would be, you know, yeah. so when you think of Friday Night Lights, you think of Texas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? So true. Wow. That's... Yikes. Oh, and then lastly, cash. Uh, teens are four times more likely to use cash. <laughs> Money. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, they're less likely to use cash than anyone older than them, <laughs> which is 22 years old. Uh, they're using Venmo a lot more, Google Pay, Apple Wallet. I'm actually using it more than I ever thought that I would. Yeah. Have you guys noticed that too? No? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, for sure. I, mean, I rarely have I, cash. I, I, I re- oh, please. I do not. I rarely, if ever, use cash. Mm-hmm. So that's a Gen Xer thing, too. Mm-hmm. I try to keep, I, it's not a perfect science, but if I can, I try to keep like a $20 bill in my wallet at mm. all time. Preferably. Yeah, in case you need it. Yeah, preferably like not a, like a 10 and two fives or whatever. I try to keep that for if I need to tip somebody or whatever. I, I try to keep some kind of, but. I don't always do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't, I, I get it. Gen wires, please. Gen wires, please do me a favor too. And this is going to be controversial. Please kill off the penny. Please. Mm. Will, will your, will your generation do what yeah. we couldn't do? Will you guys please kill off the penny? <laughs> Come on, Gen Z's. You can and do this. Who uses a penny anymore? Watch. I'm going to get emails, oh. girl. I'm going to learn. Oh, I, God, I won't be able don't. to talk about cats, oh. essential oils, and pennies. And pennies. Oh. And pennies. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Six fifty-five. We're going to take a break. When we come back. Seven at seven. Plus, Kenny will have a look at your weather. And then Wednesday means birthday pranks. Today, Lance de Havilland Colby is an <laughs> oh, out, out of control wedding coordinator. <laughs> good. <laughs> That's at 730. We'll be back after these words. Everything's getting more expensive these days. Gas, rent, and even your music. While other music services keep jacking up their prices, Live One is letting you lock in the best music membership at the best price. Live One Plus is just $3.99 per month. Get all your favorite music ad-free, along with unlimited skips and maximum audio quality. Beat inflation with the best deal in music at just $3.99 per month. Visit liveone.com slash best music to get Live One Plus now. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.